your whole chest, speaking with your mouth. Bovering kings is what we're talking about. From Mars to the V block, everybody shout L A L A. Big city of dreams, but everything in L A ain't always what it seems. You might get fooled by those other guys in town, but we're down by law. We know our way around too much, too many trophies, too much, <laughs> too much, too many trophies, too much. <laughs> it's a tradition, we're on a mission Baptized by the ball, soccer's our religion Quasar star like the cross of the Christian First class club, first class division Hello, your house, welcome to this episode 288 I'm here with David and Lewis Hey, hey What's up everybody? And you guys, what you just heard right now is our new intro and a new intro made by uh, Jihad the Roughneck and Private Peep Show, our listeners and friends to the show. How do you guys like Dude. it? Dude, incredible. I love it. So it's going to be, it's, it's getting added to my game day playlist for sure. <laughs> for sure. No, I love it. It's, I've, I've, been, I've listened to it uh, too many times. Um, <laughs> I, I, love, I love the lyrics. It's, it's perfect to me. I was, uh, I was ready to be all angry and depressed at the episode and then the intro pops in i'm like oh now i'm hyped i i i can i can spin this in a good way here we go let's go yeah yeah it definitely gets it it definitely gets me hyped i mean i I love it It, it's gonna sound great coming in and in and out for the pod going forward so i love it yeah 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 this is this is uh well coming going forward the the intro is gonna be a little bit shorter we played a little bit longer this time around and it's gonna be a little bit shorter in the in the, in the intro. and then i've been talking i've been talking to them then we're probably gonna make a, a video for it so we've been talking Ooh. so that'll be really fun to do can we uh, can we hire cooler looking actors than than you know to play <laughs> to play us though <laughs> oh i didn't say we were in the video oh okay good okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm maybe, not maybe, I, maybe I could one. just whip. I could whip pan to David, and he goes, <laughs> "That would perfect. be perfect." Oh man, yeah. So no, yeah. That, I I love that. I love that. Thank you guys. Thank you, Jihad the Roughneck and Private Peep Show. If you guys check them out, they're on SoundCloud, and uh, you could probably find them on Instagram and everything too. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll put the de- details on our website and everything as well. Yeah. So yeah, no. Thank you so much, you guys. Great intro. We love it. Uh, now, back to our regular scheduled no, programming. No, no, no. Let's keep uh, talking about the intro. Fuck <laughs> <Like> the galaxy. <laughs> well, I mean, here we go. This is the first. This is our first episode back uh, for the actual season opener uh, this year, 2023, guys. Uh, Didn't start it off in the right foot. Uh, not anything right. that I like to see. Uh, what are you guys? How are you guys feeling today? How did you, you guys feel on like the day? <laughs> feels like we're still in 2022, right? And 2021, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, and like yeah. before Ricky 2022, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it just you know, like I was telling you guys when we were ta- when we were talking about the preseason stuff, I was telling you guys it kind of felt the same way, like where we're kind of we do okay in the first half, and then we kind of just break apart in the second, and then at the same time, I was just like, ah, oh, that's preseason, you know, you know, there's you 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 throw players around you know it's it's not you're not you're not too serious in the sense of uh, of completing an an actual 90 minute game but yeah. uh jesus Luisus, guys but this that's game. what that that's what you always like used to get on on our case for bobby is that me and lewis were always like yeah the preseason's game though the preseason games or the pre the way that we play in preseason doesn't matter until it does 
because you start to see the trends and then sometimes they go away and then sometimes they continue and you see them and then that's when it matters. Like you're like, oh no, you're, shit, you're, 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 I saw no, this in your preseason. Argument, your argument always in preseason is that it never mattered. I always thought it, that no, no, it no, did no. matter it, at times. It never mattered until it, it never. It doesn't matter until it did. What? Is what we we kept saying. That doesn't because, make sense. Because okay. if we <laughs> because if we see stuff, the bad stuff, and then it went away, then it didn't matter. Right? Yeah, but that's just that's but just. But then we that's see just, the bad that's stuff. Selective. And that's then it continued. Then that mattered. Okay. <laughs> right. Like. The pattern is there. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's not good. And look, we're not a complete team. We know this. This has been the narrative since the beginning of the, the year when we started, when we heard about the sanctions and all this stuff. They were going to have to get all these things together quickly. And then multiple wrenches got thrown into the mix. We're losing Grant Sear, losing Julian Araujo, even though we were all happy for him, we knew that that was going to leave oh, a big hole for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be a massive uh, thing for us to fill. It's already and showing. It already showed. We Keep have going. we have um, reinforcements on the way, but we don't have them, you know, on on the field yet. Um, and then some of the some of the starters that are there are not performing the way that we think that they should, and we're hoping that that all gets worked out. And they start to round into form, you know, when the season really starts to to hit that middle part. But it's early days. It's the first game of the season. It's the first game. It's against Dallas. We always mess up in Dallas. So, Lewis, you know the stat. Have we? I think they said. I think on the broadcast they said that we haven't won there in eight games. Oh, there was this whole big narrative about yeah. it, Lewis. Where's that infographic that you sent us? Oh. Uh, I would have to pull it up But it, that actually came from uh, Joe Tatino So uh, he's the one who uh, who tweeted all that stuff out But yeah, it, it's I think the last stat that I saw from the game Was that Dallas is, becomes the first team To beat the Galaxy Or yeah. to like not lose to the Galaxy In eight home games or something yeah. Something that mm-hmm. hasn't been done uh, so yeah, uh, the galaxy again, we're uh, part of history, right? And, and again, <laughs> and, and again, and it falls under, you know, 2015 and, and on, right. Cause, uh, I don't think we've played us, you know, that, that cannot date back to, uh, pre-Klein years. So, you know, th- there was a. I'll ask David here because I know Bobby usually stays off of social media. Did you see the reaction during uh, the second half, during the game, and after the game, David, on on Twitter? Mm, Maybe. I mean, not really. Okay. So, you know, there was – there was obviously, you know, emotional reactions to to game number one. Some people have already basically thrown this team away for twenty twenty three, pack it up, oh, yeah. and then start yeah. in twenty twenty four. That's obviously yeah, yeah. natural, and that's going to happen. You're going to get those, you know, type of people. Uh, you're going to get uh, the people who are saying, you know, a little bit more rational. And hey, dude, it, this is game number one. Like <laughs> this is game number one. Uh, let's not uh, overreact. And of course, that's where. You start getting the, uh, we'll put it nicely, the debate on Twitter going back and forth as to who's right and who's wrong and the way this team is going and blah, blah, blah. 
So as I'm reading all this, obviously I'm not about to throw away the season after one game, but I was when I was looking at it and I was trying to think about as subjectively as as I possibly could. I said, you know what? You're wrong in throwing away this team already after one game. But the overreaction, I don't think is necessarily an overreaction because if you're a Galaxy fan, this isn't a fresh start with game number one. This is a continuation of arguably the past decade, right? So well, the and whole it's, and it's I think it's compounded by all the other off the right. field stuff that's happening. Exactly, exactly. If if, if 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 all of that stuff had been resolved in the way that Galaxy fans wanted to be resolved, and we came out and we found our faces like this, I I don't I don't know if it would be the same or if we, we would be. I think it kind of would. I mean, I, th- yeah. I think the, the expectation on the field, even outside of all everything else going on. <laughs> It's it, it really fell flat, and I think everybody still would have, would have seen it that way, and they still would have yeah. seen it very uh, upset because think, honestly, this season started. I mean, that game. I mean, that team looks worse than how we ended this last season. So, do I you mean, think? Do you, do you guys think that the air got taken out of the balloon a little bit because we didn't face LAFC at the Rose Bowl because that game got postponed? Like my line of thinking was, oh, they're going to get hyped up for this game, and then it didn't happen. They're going to have this pent up energy, and they're going to want to release it on the next thing that's in their that's in well, their path, being Dallas. And in 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 hindsight, they go, you go back and you look at it and you go, well, they actually kind of fell flat maybe because they were having this you know, this, this big buildup into something and they didn't have a place to put it. Maybe. I think Ricky, personally, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I, I think, uh, I think Lewis was going to say like Ricky, Ricky came in. He was one of the most like exuberant player out on the field. I guess. Yeah, he celebrated Um, a goal. that wasn't his. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't his. Um, (laughs) yeah, no, uh, it it just, ah, I forgot where I was going with this. Lewis, you go. I forget where I was going with this. Uh, what I was going to say is Ricky Pooj actually said it in uh, the, uh, the, the the media day uh, leading up to the game was that this was his longest offseason ever in his career. So I'm not necessarily sure that he felt rusty, if he was anxious, if he was antsy, if he was, you Dude, know, kind of kind of dulled out. The guy's right, saying he's going to be MVP, he's going to win everything. I don't think he's he's coming in with, with, with squeaky squeaky elbows i think he's greased up and ready to go i don't i don't i don't think he's so. also right he's also one of 10 other players so it's not you know that this isn't uh where yeah he wasn't the issue all him <laughs> and yeah he wasn't i mean uh, of all the issues that you could have done him and brugman and Delgado, which we have all all kind of praised yep. uh through last yeah. season through this off season um depending on how you want to see it because obviously they are literally surrounded by um people below them i guess you know you have the back line and of course you have uh uh who started off doing his thing but you know they are arguably and it may not look at it on paper the way this thing goes down or the way the, the game went but they're arguably one of the best midfield trios in the league and yeah. and the, the thing is is that you know Where's that back line, right? Uh, think, and then, of course, th- th- they're also dependent on. Nah, I'm sorry, they're not dependent on, but the the the, the fours are dependent on them. Okay, get me the ball well, in a good position. Find I me mean, on the run. Who, you know, do all that stuff. But there's also that, you know, that 
winger that we are lacking that is obviously you can very much tell that they need that they sorely miss uh it was missing it was missing like it was a huge the huge gaping hole yeah it was uh, the center of the donut you could tell so that's what they're missing is the way but bobby bobby what were you gonna say yeah sorry um what was i gonna say i have so many things to say uh i mean look at the that that back line was just in shambles. I mean, I've never seen Martin play so bad. Uh, I know everybody was on Raheem's ass on a, a lot of the occasions, but I also think Mavinga made an, an, an insane amount of mistakes um, that should have been that should he should have been there to pick up certain mistakes that happened, you know, leading up to him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was really bad. And then look at again the same issue always. They're forward out on an island. Jovovich can't get anything. I was yeah. Ball's not I, getting I was to just going to ask you guys about that. Um, how do you guys feel? I mean, Jovovich obviously he scored the goal. How do you guys feel about his performance? I I agree with Bobby. He was on an island, but he, did he was he also could. kind of. I, I actually think that he going back and looking at the game. So Lewis is going to talk about how the Galaxy in the first half were pretty dominant. Um, and look really dominant. for about 45 minutes. No, okay. he didn't say that. They look good for 45 minutes. They're gonna, but rewatching the game and we talked about this a little good bit on Ball and Beers. Going now. <laughs> they did not look as good as you think they look. Mm-hmm. They looked because rewatching the game, yeah. I saw they're on their heels. I like the thing that was that was like like I said, the center of the donut, big old hole, is the the lack of wingers, wing play, and I think that has a huge part to to do with the defense and the way that the defense broke down because there's no wing play and there's and and what we were getting out of Memo Rodriguez and out of Efrain Alvarez, they were both cutting into the center. So that left Raheem and Leaderdam to to have to to provide that width. And that just completely that. made the defense fall apart. They well, it stretched the defense well, out completely. Well, yeah. And and that left Mavinga and Casares, who have never played together, completely like in, in you know in disarray. But more importantly, what stuck out to me is Dejan Jovalik needs a partner. He needs a partner because the best thing that Dejan does is pop up in spots for that second ball or or to get the pass that nobody was really paying attention to, to getting to. And I think that. For most of the game, yeah, Dayon maybe was on a little bit of an island, but he wasn't doing himself any favors. He kind of disappeared for a lot of the of the of the the game. That's this is where you get the ball to him, dude. Yeah, um, this is where you give Dallas credit here because I feel off. I mean, again, I didn't rewatch the game. I honestly didn't want to rewatch the game. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, obviously, I know it's available now, at least more easily accessible than in previous seasons. But you know, watching especially the second half was one of the no, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there. That's a recency bias. It's not one of the worst things I've seen. But I think it was one of those things where I expected more from the Galaxy. It was definitely a winnable game. It wasn't that we were supposed to be run off the field. We were right there. At the very least, we have to understand that we were the road team and in a, in a place that we normally do not win. We weren't by any 
by any means dominant, and we weren't by any means perfect. I'm well aware that there was a lot of scrambling going on defensively in that first half. I'm well aware that we they hit the post within the first five minutes or so, um, definitely the first ten. Um, don't remember exactly when that happened. So we could I have been on, down. I think on more one more than one occasion, Bond had to come out of his box to clear yeah. the ball. No, that was three yeah. times. That's the thing because our defense were playing so high throughout the entire game. Yeah, that Bond had to come out th- like the entire box three times and putting ourselves yeah. in, in situations. Even at the end of the game, Jalen had to rush back to the box in case they shot the ball over Bond, and it was. But thankfully, it went wide. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it, it wasn't that we weren't without our flaws in the first half. It wasn't by any means a perfect first half where, you know, damn, we should have been up by three goals or something. No, um, I, I thought a one, I thought a one-one score line. Uh, you know, just if you take away the fact that they scored literally the, on the last play of the first half, take that away. It could have happened at any moment in that first half. I thought 1-1 was a fair score going into halftime. It was just really unfortunate um, the timing of the goal. But definitely a game where like, all right, well, you know what? You kind of just, look, fix defense a little bit and continue what you're doing going forward and get yourself three points here. It's there for the taking. It's definitely there. It's definitely um, not out of the realm where like, hey, you're not getting run off the field. But then you got run off the field practically. They they just completely looked not in sync in the second half. And this is where I will give Dallas credit because I don't want to say it was a tale of two halves. I don't think it was. it's that extreme. But I do feel that Dallas did what they were supposed to do in the second half um, offensively and definitely exploited all those holes that the Galaxy had on defense. Um, so... I mean, the, the result was was fair. Uh, statistically, it looks a little bit more even. Um, but I think it probably just more from the Galaxy first half than it did the second half. Um, you know, uh, th- there were some some surprising positives in that first half. I know in the first, uh, if I can recall, at least the first half hour, uh, Efra looked kind of, you know, spirited and uh, motivated. I'm going to give him the one moment where he was going on the line towards the goal. Uh, everything well, I mean, after it, that, I didn't really see too much. Honestly, rewatching it, the first 20 minutes, Galaxy did not look that dangerous. Um, they, 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 it just didn't look good. And then I don't know what Caceres was doing with the, the volume, the, the, the ball in the air, throwing his hands up. Yeah. Trying to, catch it sure the, trying to volleyball it. Is it a little Hawaiian thing? I don't thing? know what he was doing. I think, I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. He learned that from Luis Suarez because yeah. there was 100% of time where he did something like that. And then he, and then the referee had to call a handball, uh, even though he was the one that committed the handball. I don't know. That was a, <laughs> such a weird, that was such a weird thing for him to do and then yeah. go complain about the ref like yeah. dude you saw you you had your hand full on in the air two hands in the air you know like you were playing volleyball or something i, I don't know what was going on there i mean in this day and age like you're not getting away with that dude <laughs> like yeah. everyone's gonna right? see what you're doing it's 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 kind of weird not again uh, also agree not sure what's going on what he's thinking what he's trying to do um but obviously you know, whatever yeah. it is, what I mean, it is. We, um, we had some good. We had some good takes from Ricky. At least we had some good shots from the outside. I mean, it went wide a little bit in the twenty sixth minute, but I mean, it was not. It was. It was pretty good. Um, and then again, we is, found. Uh-huh. But this is where I, I I give Dallas credit because I felt. Uh, and again, I, I didn't rewatch it, so maybe 
you guys can correct me here. I thought he was more effective in the first half than the second. I thought he was completely yes, MIA in the second half. Yeah. And yeah. so that's where, you know, I, I had said going into the uh, going into the season, again, one of the, the that loss episode, I said, who's stepping up? Because you crash on Ricky Pooj. Does this team go down? Well, Who's going to step up? The only person right now, at least in that game, was, was Brugman. That's and, and he's not there for offensive purposes. Sure, he's more defensive, and he's probably, yeah, he probably is a link between both the offense and the defense. But I look at Brugman, and okay, th- this is the enforcer, right? You're not, you're not supposed to be making the final pass. Those shots that you took from the outside last season, maybe that's just like the... You know, the icing on the cake. You're not supposed to do that, but we're going to take it if you did. Well, remember, um, we got that, we got that, uh, that Ravellison bump. Oh, right. The, oh, the Ravellison header in the beginning of the season. Yeah. And you never when saw he first it again came after. into the team. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, this is where I also feel, and I think this was a narrative that we were uh, eventually pushing last season is Greg Manny got outcoached. And simple. A little bit. Um, you know, he, he didn't know how to readjust. Uh, he wasn't, um, he wasn't making the, making the subs at the, uh, at the correct moments. I, I feel like there like were, when Preston Judd came in, I thought that he was much better. He was more effective. He was more, more effective. He was trying to, he, he was trying shot. to create. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was I, on yeah, a difficult he, angle, but it was it, it was pretty good. I think it would have been he, cool to see his see him score there. But again, like it, and same thing with Jalen Neal. I thought once Jalen Neal came in, the defense kind of calmed down quite a bit. I feel um, like I, I don't know how to feel about this because in so um, Dallas scores a third goal. Vanny immediately makes some subs. I'm not sure if this is reactionary. I'm not sure if this is throwing in the towel because you're down three to one. You need goals. It looked like throwing uh, the towel for me. And you brought you brought in Jalen Neal, which is fine. You this kid needs minutes. He, uh, if I had to take a guess, everyone's talking about Efra being the the, the breakout season. I got yeah, no, we've been saying that for like twenty years. Okay, yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna have his breakout season. Okay, well, I I said it last season. He's officially a bust. He has given us exactly what you know he's going to give us. He's well, he's at his max. I would I would like for him. I would like very much for Efra to have a good couple of running games, maybe in the league's cup, and then get sold in the summer. Right. You know he's given us as much as he's going to give us. Uh, I everyone's keeps saying it. I'm no. It, it it's it's done. Um, my money was always on Jalen Neal being the breakout star this season. Um, so he was brought in. I'm like, okay, we need a goal. You don't need to put in a defender. It's kind of weird. Uh, he also did bring in uh, Daniel Aguirre and then Tyler Boyd uh, like five minutes after that. So he essentially made like three subs within uh, five minutes after the, uh, the the third goal. Probably should have done it before that third goal was scored anyway. Uh, that's the way it, it uh, stopped. And then uh, 77th minute, you definitely can tell hey, he threw in the towel. And that's when... Uh, again, you need a goal, but you're bringing in once again Zavaleta. So now you're bringing, you're, you're taking out your two center backs, and you substituted th- them for uh, Zavaleta and uh, Jalen Neal. Um, obviously, I, I, at that point, you have to figure that they were throwing in the towel, and then of course that's when Preston Judd came in as well. So uh, they came in in the 77th minute. Those, uh, the, so the third goal was scored in the 64th. He made the first two subs in the 65th, then the 71st. 
So literally 13 minutes after the first goal was scored, that's when Judd and Zavarata came in. And you kind of figure he's throwing in the towel. Like he's done. He's uh, th- There's literally no reason to bring either. Judd, I would understand. He's an offensive player. Maybe they bring the spark. Absolutely no reason to bring Zavarata. It's just kind of odd. So I'm not necessarily sure if this is a let's throw in the towel. This game is done. No, let's just that, go that, ahead that and give a fitness, minutes. That could have been oh, a fitness thing. Or... A fitness thing, or the fitness thing, still sounds like a throwing in the towel. It's, it's still bad, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the the other thing is that it, is this something that we're going to see Vanny do from now on? Is are they, is he going to be playing these kids a lot more often and not just for garbage minutes? Obviously, we can't tell after one game. We're gonna have no. to see what <laughs> the uh, yeah yeah, the, the, yeah the trend is going to be as a season, okay. right? So no, that's and that's exactly what I was gonna say is that I feel like for the most part, Vanny gets his starting lineup right. He gets yes. it, you know, and he's making the best with the players that he has available to him right now. He put Memo Rodriguez, who didn't have a good game. He put Efrain Alvarez, who was very active, but didn't have a good game. Uh, you've got Dayon Jovalik, who is on an island. He looked like he could. I would like to see Dayon and, and Judd out there on their own, uh, you know, together now. That's, that's, um, but we that's had dangerous but, right now without Chicha. But yeah, I would like that too, though. Why is it? This is the time to do it without Chicha. That, that you're not sacrificing Chicha to come out. You, yeah, but you what if you lose? What if you happens. lose either or Judd or Jovalic? Then you have only one striker for sure. That's still the case. If we lose one yeah. or the other, yeah, uh, I, I don't see a, a reason to to not do it. But either way, um, I think that um, the one thing that we are going to see. Or, sorry, I should say the one thing that we know for sure throughout the season that we're going to see consistently is Vanny's sub-patterns and him not and him not being very proactive and being more reactive to to what's happening in the game. And, his, you know, his, his lack of, of tactical adjustment happening. I think now, we, you know, we've got enough evidence to, to say that He's probably not very good at that, and we're probably we probably shouldn't count on on that saving us from a game. I think that we he needs to have the the starting lineup right, and the starting lineup needs to perform in order to secure a game, so that when he does bring in the subs at the times that he brings in, I'm not saying that the subs he brought in were bad. I'm saying the timing of those subs were bad. Right, right. the timing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I kind of agree with that because who else are you going to put in, right? Um, there's not really much else that you that you have at the moment, uh, at least with the pieces that he currently has. So, yeah, it's more about the timing um, and kind of understanding the situation. And again, I, I think 13 minutes after the goal scored, where look, just if you get one in, momentum is on yours, and you get one more, you get the point, the road point. Um, it just kind of seemed like when you brought in Zabaleta, it's like wow. So you're just throwing in the towel, huh? Like that's it. Um, it, it was just kind of a. It, it was odd. Uh, Needless to say, Twitter was not happy when that happened. Um, and even when Neil came on, I think people were happy to see Neil come on. But it's like, okay, you need a goal, and you just put in a defender. <laughs> you know, like it's 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 a little odd. But okay, speaking of the lineup, let's go ahead start this all over again, guys. Who was the highest rated player in this game? <laughs> That's gonna to be tough, Bobby. You you, you should start. This, this has to be Brugman for me. It has to be. That is the first player that popped in my head, and I was afraid to say it. Um, 
I'm going to say, hmm, I don't think it's Ricky. I don't think it's Dayon. <laughs> There's no one else. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Know, you know what I'm going to say? No, no, no. You know what I'm going to say? This is Mark Delgado. It's Mark Delgado. Mm. So, yeah, the first the first player that, like, if you're asking me who is man of the match here, who was the one that stood out, it has to be Brugman. I have to agree with Bobby there. It would definitely be Brugman. And guess what? He is the highest rated player. It is Gaston Brugman. Um, he had a 7.9 rating, the highest uh, out of anyone else. Who was the second highest? That has Delgado. to be. I would. It has I mean, Dayon Puj- scored the goal. Yeah, for me it would be Puj, but then I think because of the way the ranking thing works, maybe Dayon, but it would be Puj for me. So I would have said Puj. I also would have said Jovic because he scored the goal, and we'd all be wrong. Uh, this one is. It's an odd one. There's literally no way you guys would have guessed this one. It's odd. Top of the line. It's <laughs> um, Leardom. Leardom is second overall, and he had a 7.5 with a yellow card. Yeah, uh, I didn't granted, particularly so granted, think he had that great of a game. Yeah. yeah. Y- you know what? The thing is, I thought, he was, the, I thought he was <laughs> Decent, and the only reason I thought he was decent was because everybody else was opposite, so bad. <laughs> no, opposite side of him, Edwards was so bad, at least in my opinion. Sure. Well, I think um, that's what I'm okay. saying, that whole back line. 7.5 rating for Leardom. Uh, he did get the assist. He was the guy who made the cross into Jovalic, so uh, he does get uh, uh, credit for the assist there. He also had a yellow card. However, uh, depending on how you want to look at this, um, 65th minute he gets subbed off. So he didn't play a full 90. Um, you know, he played two thirds of the game. So just take that as you will. Um, so there's that. Okay. Who was the worst rated player in the game? I Bond. think this is hard. I think, I think Bond, this is hard. Bond, but I think outfield players is probably F rating. Um, I just feel like bond was just, just in a, in a bad it's a bad situation, which is such a huge bad bad line. But I I get that all those goals can bring his his uh, rating down. But I don't know. I I have I have a thing on my shoulder this past game. I know it's going to be uh, uh, for most people. It's gonna it's gonna be. Um, uh, why am I blanking right now? Uh, Raheem for most people, but I I, I I'm I'm going with Mavinga. Okay. <laughs> David hit the nail right on the head. It is officially Jonathan Bond at 5.8. If you're looking at the outfield players, it is yeah. Alvarez at 6.0. Oh, wow. Um, David, we'll break out the season, so, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, he played 77 minutes. He was uh, one of the final substitutes. I believe uh, that's when uh, I think he came in. Uh, I think Judd came in for him. Um, Rodri- uh, Memo Rodriguez also at 6.0. Mm. But I'm going to give the nod to Alvarez here because he played longer. So, um, uh, the the yeah, I'll give the low rating to, to Alvarez there. Rounding out the rest of the team here, Ayolich with a 7.0, still below Delgado and Puj. 7.4, 7.2, and Delgado had a yellow card. So, he had 7.4. Um, the back line... 
Leardom was uh, the highest rated at 7.5. He played 65 minutes. Edwards had 6.9, which I thought was kind of high. I thought he didn't have a particularly good game. Mavinga, 6.6, and the lowest rated defender was Casares at 6.3. Yeah, well, he did some wacky shit. I yeah, mean, he I think, did. I think all these ratings are pretty shit. high, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is, is that this, um, well, if you look at Dallas, only one one of the starters was in the sixes, and it was 6.7. Mm. Everyone else was higher than that. And what of was course, Legette? Uh, Legette was 7.7. 7. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, let me let, let me run through the stats real quick because you know this is my thing. We'll get that over with. Um, Forty uh, fifty-five, forty-five possession in favor of the Galaxy. So once again, uh, more possession for the Galaxy doesn't necessarily mean more more goals. It seems that it, I, I'm starting to see a trend here. I'm gonna have to start really lo- uh, just paying attention to this because I kind of feel I'm gonna go back to MLS games and just kind of keep the stat. It seems like the less possession you have, you're winning. That's what it kind of feels like. I'm gonna to have to go back right and, now, and yeah, like kind of this season. Way. I felt that way last season. I even think that the previous season as well. Expected, especially when I started talking about expected goals. That's when I started noticing that possession hasn't really meant much. It usually, well, we now know it doesn't. But it just kind of seems like that if you have the ball less, you seem to be winning the game, which means that you're doing more with the ball than the opposition. But you know what? I'm actually gonna to try to keep track of the entire league and how that plays. Um, 13 shots for the Galaxy, 11 for Dallas. Uh, six were on goal for the Galaxy, four uh, for Dallas. Um, so well, that Dallas might be way a, more efficient. Right. So you can also even, you can kind of blame Bond, but not really because, you know, you. you yeah, I'm, not, I'm not blaming for, Bond here, man. I mean, I think, I think we're blonde, but we're blonde. I think we're bondage <laughs> to blame here is in his distribution i don't think that it was very good like i think that yeah. he okay, he yeah. ended up he ended up giving the ball to players in like pressure situations rather than you know setting him up for success i think more often than not so you can kind of blame bond in that in that case cuz it all leads back to you know a chance for for dallas i mean the, i think the only Image that I have a bond in this game. There's two. You can tell that he was frustrated. By the way, this is game number one. Okay. Yeah. And he was frustrated already. You can tell he was very much frustrated. I think he even said it in the post game where he was like, dude, we did too much emergency defending. This is mm-hmm. ridiculous, right? This is something that normally but, you would see a player say, yeah, you know what? It's just game number one. We'll fix it. We'll get it. You know, bear with us. And we have some, you no, know, it was shit to work out. It was too bad. But he was already but, but like. You think about you think about suck. the way the team is set up. The, the way the team is set up is they're used to being able to play on the wings, and they had no wingers, and that leads to the defenders overcommitting, uh, you know, to be able to make up the numbers in the in the front, and then causing scrambles and emergency defending in the back. You also, also have Mavinga. You have also have Mavinga and Casares, who have never really played that much together. Mavinga is still kind of new to the team. Um, and there's that, you know, that understanding is not there yet. You have Edwards underperforming that, under, you know, and so that understanding is not there. And I, you I, have okay. Leardom and you have Leardom also not really being, you know, a, a, a consistent starter in the last season uh, and probably didn't expect to be a starter until a few weeks ago when we sold Julian Araujo. And I'm sure he's going to get, uh, you know, 
out of the starting lineup once Caligari comes back in. So it's it's very makeshift in the defense. And even though the midfield is, as you say, Lewis, one of the, you know, should be one of the best three midfields in MLS, they have not done a good job of protecting that back line in this game. I think this is also a, a Vanny thing. Uh, there's many people who have said you can easily this this team right here is set up for a three five two, and Greg Vanny is not going to that. Uh, several either um, whether it's uh, the, the the guys on extra time or just um, I believe just some uh, guys like Alex Ruiz, Mike Gray have also said that this is probably. I'm sure Josh has said it at some point that this team is set up for a three five two, and it's just not happening. Um, Greg Vanny's just not going to that. He has a personnel for it, but he's not going with it. Um, and in which case, again, this is one of those things where you're saying, okay, was he out coached? Is he, I'm sure he's aware of a lot of things that is happening, that are happening. Edwards being one of them. Right. Um, I think he called out Edwards saying that, you know, he knows it. Right. That he's got to do better. The thing with Edwards is you said he's underperforming. I disagree. I think that those that 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 first half of uh, last season or whenever it was, I think that was overachieving. I think when you're looking at like the like the overall performances of Edwards, that was the anomaly. And he's giving us exactly what he is. He's not really a good defender and th- well, this is and you know that this is something that i have like it's a pet peeve of mine if you're going to call yourself a defender then defend if you want to go up play in the midfield okay i understand also that this is a system that greg vanny runs but you also have to understand okay someone like todd donovan or ashley cole did this very well as did julian arajo like you know when to go up how to be back in position edwards hasn't figured that part out yet so it's kind of like a real Felcher thing, right? It's like you're going to go up as much as you can, and that's fine. But getting back and being in position and just yeah. just stopping the, the, the guy in front of you when, when you're not even going up and you're just staying back, you're not a defender, dude. <laughs> you're in the wrong yeah. position. Be, be, be productive. Yeah. Be productive going forward and come back and get into your position and don't get yeah. caught out. Yeah, don't I mean, cause, don't call like, somebody else to cover for you. I mean, I get it. It's it's also as a situation as a defender. Where, that's your first for me personally. Yeah. If you're a defender, that is your first job. If you can go forward, that's just added, you know, pluses. That's a that's an extra value that you have. But your primary function as a defender is to defend. And right now, Edwards is not it. Uh, hence the Caligari signing because I, I think, like I said, Greg Vanny has recognized that. This is probably not it. We have to well. And uh, improve Caligari in this likes position. to go forward. If you look, no, at, he doesn't. The, 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 from the from what I'm hearing, does, he does go forward a lot. From what from what I'm hearing, it's the exact opposite. He actually isn't as good going forward, and he's better defensively. That's what I'm hearing, mm. or that's what I'm reading. I don't know. The that's guy. what I've read so far. Yeah, I don't know the guy. I I, I cannot have All it. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't know this was a. I he didn't, he, he never a, replied uh, to my email, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know this is a, a Italian mob boss thing. I don't know. I don't know the guy. <laughs> never met the I guy. Mean, maybe. Never met maybe him. he is. Maybe he didn't. We want to find about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, I, I obviously. 
yeah, the, 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 this Galaxy team has holes in it. I'm not ready to throw it away. I still feel that this team is just, you know, a couple pieces away from being complete. Um, I, I don't think losing Costa is a big thing. If anything, I think that's a plus. And uh, Chicharito being gone kind of takes away the super sub in Yovalich because I don't think you're really having that much of a drop-off there. They both kind of play somewhat similar. Give them the ball. They get a shot off. They have a pretty good chance at scoring. Um, so it, it's not that big of a drop-off. Um, I think, I obviously think Yovalich is a super sub, to be honest with you. It could be. Obviously, he's the one that's hungry. He's going to be the, uh, something to prove. But again, time will tell to see is, is he getting like legitimate minutes or is it just garbage time? He could be. Um, but it's up to Vanny to, you know, give him the the meaningful minutes if if you needed a spark, especially with Chicharito out. Obviously, that could happen. But when Chicharito is back, what happens then? Because you're not going to put Judd over Jovlich. It's just absolutely not happening. Right. Do you do you go into? Do you completely change your formation? Um, take out Chicharito and then put in those two forwards and see how that works. Depending on what you need, um, you didn't do it uh, really in this game. So. Um, until it was too late. So, um, like I said, it's still very early in the season. I understand the reaction to it. It's not just one game. It's a continuation. It's everything that's happening off the field. Um, uh, if Klein was, you know, uh, fired or his contract had expired, they didn't renew the contract and it's a brand new day and this happened, hmm. you know, maybe it's like you would still be frustrated, but it's like, okay, give it time. It's a new project. It's a new guy. You could still blame all this on Klein, right? Because it's always the previous administration's fault until that third year, right? So, um, yeah, obviously, going into game number two, I'm not as encouraged as I was going into Dallas. Like, okay, let's see what we got here. Um, you're probably going to have the same um, gaps. No Yovale, I'm sorry, no Chicharito. There's no Costa. Uh, Efra will still be Efra. Um, you will still have, I'm assuming, uh, Mavinga in that lineup unless Neil uh, takes his place as a star, as a starter. I, I or I okay. Sega. I, I would be okay with Neil coming I in as a okay starter, playing next to next to Casares. I also would agree totally with fine. that. Um, also, Sega was not in the uh, in the lineup, which I thought was kind of weird. Oh, I thought maybe I missed weekend? something. Um, I'm not sure if he's back this weekend, but apparently he is in France. Dealing with uh, something with a personal reason, yeah. uh, nothing else was said. So dealing not sure what's stuff. going on. Yeah. So yeah. obviously his head is well. Whatever it is, we hope it's nothing bad. But I can't imagine that it's something good. Um, again, unless it's like a birth of a child or something. But um, you know, I'm not sure if he's coming back this weekend. Uh, the latest on Caligari is Vanny said, if uh, everything goes smoothly, he should be uh, with the team in the next couple of days. Uh, I am paying more attention to the if things go smoothly, in which case I'm kind of expecting him in like May or June because this is the galaxy. <laughs> um, so there's no, that. Who's too late to add him to the roster at that point, Lewis? Uh, also true. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, th there's definitely that reinforcements there. So, you know, whether or not you like it, obviously there's going to be depth. Uh, if Edwards goes to the bench, there is that depth piece there. Um, we have, um, uh, you still need a. Uh, still, I'm sorry, the right back. You still need a. You still need a left back. They're looking at a left back. Uh, there was a, a a kid from Sao Paulo that they wanted. Um, 
but apparently I forgot his name. But apparently that he just he turned down the offer. He did yeah. not want to come here. And that's where it stopped. So again, I think this is Vanny basically understanding that a hey, it's probably not Edwards. And I I, I kept saying Caligari. He's a right back though. But yeah, I I, I think uh, he is looking for a left back. I think he's aware that that you might have a left back problem here. Um, he understands that they're missing a winger and he even said there's probably two or three more pieces that are you know probably going to be coming in well, i have to i have to pretty much all but guarantee that they're looking at a winger and remember there is that you know max tam spot still very much possible um they have to do it before april so um i i'm pretty confident that it can get or at least not sure that I would get done, but I'm sure that they are working, putting all their resources in, getting in that winger. They know that that's like the missing piece there, and they have a lot of money to play with. So um, it's a matter of sealing that deal. Um, but I'm in the camp of, hey, you know what? It's game one. It's a long season. The team itself, it's fine. Just, you know, you got to shore up, a co- you know, just fix a couple things well, here and, and there. And- and there's also there's also the rumor there's also the rumor of of the left back uh, from Lanus who uh, was it nineteen year old Julian are you there? Um, that the Galaxy are are very interested in and uh, you know I think that they sh- they should be because they could use all the ayuda they can get on uh, on defense. <laughs> yeah. So that being said. Going to Kansas City uh, on Saturday, uh, another place where we don't do well, regardless of how poorly yeah. or not uh, Kansas City is doing. It's a, a place that we do not win at. Um, obviously, for our predictions, listen to balls and beers, but uh, I'm not sure we're as confident going into this match than we are. Um, as we were going in Dallas, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, after what happens uh, in this game. Um, and then, of course, with the boycott uh, happening on the, the following week, or at least the uh, the visual of that for the first time happening this season, uh, the following week after that uh, against Vancouver, our official home opener at uh, at the Digs. And, and watch out because Vancouver just laid, you know, Laid a, another team to waste right. today in Champions League, so yeah, that's so, coming. That's coming for us. Yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting to see uh, that first game because I think this is uh, what I had said. Look, if you start off zero and two and you go into that home opener, and then you have the uh, the boycott, and uh, if you listen to the episode with uh, with when we had Andrew and Manny on here, they do have a protest stage that day um, outside the stadium, um, presumably the entire game, and um, that's obviously should be covered uh, by uh, by the MLS media, and so you'll have a visual of the uh, no supporter groups in that section on that day. Um, And if Vancouver, you know, I I don't think lightning will strike twice, but if they happen to do that again in that particular game, um, that's going to turn some heads starting 0-3 with the boycott. I think that actually helps the cause. So it's going to be interesting. The next three weeks should be very interesting. Um, Any last word guys? David. Uh, Bobby. David. Bobby. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look at uh, 
we'll see again. Let's see what happens next weekend against SKC. I don't know how we're going to be able. I, I, I mean, going from the last game, I, I'm not highly optimistic. But at the same time, we'll see what happens. What kind of kind of uh, starting lineup uh, Banny puts out and see how we perform. But Lewis is right. We do not perform well at SKC. So don't be uh, too dissatisfied if we get a loss there. And then um, Lewis jumping the gun, but we're gonna see what happens when we get back home. But we'll we'll get there. Uh, we'll we'll be covering it. I'll be covering it so as well. So uh, we'll be seeing it on our, in our channel and hearing it and everything. So definitely that'll be there. But um, it's, that's another game away. Lewis is just waiting right. to get there. Kansas City's first. <laughs> Kansas City's first. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as uh, David, do you have anything? One more last thing to say before no, we end the show? No, just huge huge amount of love and, and thank you to. Uh, Jihad the Roughneck and yes. Private Peep Show for yes. uh, for the theme. I cannot the wait right for now. everybody else to hear it. Yep, yep. Well, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for LA's, listening to LA's Our House. This is episode 288. Um, this is David and Lewis saying goodbye. Good night. Uh, thanks for listening. Fly now. This is Bobby. Bye.